Welcome back to part two of me and Bentley's conversation with gig drivers at GigCon 2023 in Denver. Hope you enjoy this little Q&A part of this discussion. Don't be stuck. Anybody got questions? We got Bentley Coop and Pedro Dora Santiago up here, right? You guys got questions for us? Something you want to ask? The state of DoorDash, anybody? Okay, I see a hand. What's up? So, That's Nathaniel, right? Yeah. Stand up, bro. From Portland. Portland. Portland in the house. Let's go. Portland in the house. said something really interesting. Um, and, and I got to say, you know, thank you for doing this, everybody. Like, thank you for being here. It's an amazing, I'm just honored to be a part of this. Um, the positive interaction with the customer. How do you think we can overcome that when, you know, a lot of the pandemic has kind of forced us, a lot of us, into leave at the door and a lot of customers don't want uh, even a, a text message you know they, they've chosen not to kind of have that interaction so uh, how would you how would you like you know overcome that challenge I don't know my man Bentley answer that, that I like good that. question good question because it is um, harder it's harder now yeah I, I'm gonna be stubborn okay right I'm gonna, I'm gonna be stubborn um, I don't really care that you don't want a text message, right? I, I, I get it, right? So that's a customer that's been ordering for years, okay? And they were there for the memes. They got all of those memes, right? <laughs> and that's when they put the message in there, okay? So being, being, being respectful, understanding that we're not gonna spam our customers, right? But um, when you send, when you take the picture of the food and you push confirm, the drop down comes and it lets you know that it sent them a message, tap that, go in there and say thank you, right? Let's just start with thank you. You know what I'm saying? Let's just like, let's just start with thank you. If you have, if you have a hand to delivery, right? Cause I had to figure this out, the, the give back, I'm calling it the give back campaign. The, the give back campaign that I'm telling you about, the video's gonna drop tonight. Um, as soon as we leave here, I was uploading over there. Okay, so even in doing that, I had to figure out how are we gonna do this? Cause you're absolutely right. 90% of your orders, are no contact deliveries, right? So how am I thanking the customers? How am I gonna give them back their money and know that they even got the money? You know what I'm saying? So let's just start with something small. Let's just start with a message that says thank you, right? And when you do have that positive, when you do have um, a hand to delivery, let's just give it a one liner. I got lunch, right? I'm here, right? Just something corny. It doesn't even have to be funny. Let's do corny, right? Let's start with corny and let's, let's develop it from there. The one thing that we wanna do is we just want to be memorable. Right, you you don't want to be you don't want the customer to remember the person that sat the food in front of the door and they knocked over their drink because they sat it in front of the screen door. Right, so we're just trying to replace those memories one thing, one order at a time. But to being stubborn, send the memes, bro. You feel me? Like let's go back and send the memes. Like if you pay this, if you pay this far in the delivery, let's be friends. Yeah, hey. I, I love it. Bro. I like that. I like, that's love, right? Say that. Hold on. Say it again. That's, that's love, right? If, if, if you made it this far in the delivery, I know it's corny, but let's be friends. Right. I like it. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in my video, I hate saying it. I hate saying it. DoorDash wants me to say that. Right? <laughs> that's the only reason. I, I keep it real. I told you. We don't keep it funky, right? We keep it funky. They want it in the video, right? Right. So at the end of the video, is, if you made it this far in the video, I think that we should be friends. Got it. You feel yeah, me? So yeah, that's what we're saying. But yeah, let's go back to the means. Let's just keep it simple. Let's just say thank you to the people that we appreciate. Yeah, I like uh, keep keep it simple. I think I you know I've I've said that a few times. I think you know uh, eye contact. If I'm dropping the delivery off, right, up and it's a hand to me, I'm looking at them like hand it to them. I'm thanking them. Hey, thanks for you know thanks for placing order. Today. Appreciate you. Hope I see you again. 
That's it. Like it's literally two seconds, right? So I think a lot of us, we, we forget that there's a customer on the other side and everything's numbers. That customer, DJ's, uh, he's, his number's eight because it's an eight dollar run. But it's, if you take the extra step to say thank you and look them in the eyeball and comment, hey, I like, I like your house or nice yard, or, you know, like people like, they appreciate that little kind of thing. If you're a ride sharing driver, you gotta read the room, right? Does that customer wanna talk? If they want to talk, engage. If they don't want to talk, don't don't talk to them. Leave them alone, right? Tony would, you know, he knows about that, right? So it's about doing those little steps of service that I think can help your, because we're all a market of one, right? So me and Trader might be close within 30, 40 miles, but he's touching different customers and consumers than I am most of the time. So you're going to touch a lot of people the same week or same month. It's about building a real positive relationship with them, uh, knowing that if it's bad delivery, instructions you're going to ask before you get there some questions because it saves you time it saves them time if it's a big office building and it says leave it at the door you shouldn't be the driver leaving it at the front office these are simple things but we miss them right like hey it says leave it at the door you know is it a security office can i meet you here what would you like how do you want me to get you this order quickly i know you know like it's about doing the simple things and i think getting back to basics is important um and we gotta win, you know, for a while, we're fighting against the customer. Now we gotta like, listen to them a little bit, right? Just listen to them a little bit and, and figure out why they do the things they don't do. And the ones that don't leave a tip, they're never gonna leave a tip. So you just decline it and move on, right? Um, any other questions? That was a good one. Anybody else got a question you wanna ask? D uh, DDIS, what's up, go ahead. So um, I, I understand that that is the focus. Um, I understand that's how people feel, but there again, everybody knows me. I'm I'm gonna be different, right? Like I just think different. So from a business standpoint, the um, I worked in a call center. I worked in call centers for better part of 15 years. Um, knowing how many people you're gonna have. And in position to take phone calls, right? That that availability is something that is key for a business. So for DoorDash, when we start to think about, do you have dashers from six or seven years ago who are still kind of active? They're in and out, and then you have these dashers too. How do they predict how many dashers are going to be in, right? And then when they look at the average AR in your market, and it's fifteen to sixteen percent. They can literally say, okay, well, if we send out 100 orders, only 15 of them are gonna get picked up. So how do we get the other 85 picked up? 
so we bring in more drivers, right? So when, you, when we look at it from a business standpoint, because I, I kind of agree with you, but I think these new drivers, they're watching our videos. They want the 3Gs a week, yeah. right? So they're coming in and they're trying to get to it. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, so they're not taking anything. They're not taking anything. They're getting to it, but they're not taking anything. But for DoorDash, the question is always, how do we know how many people we're gonna have to be in position to take the orders? And if we can't, because honestly, right, there's no minimum AR, right? And if, you, if you're doing uh, by order, you can turn down as many as you want to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're literally sitting there for three hours, you turn down 12 orders waiting for that one catering order that was $26. Again, I, I just had this conversation with somebody else. So DoorDash is gonna take that order regardless. That $2 order, they're taking regardless. They're not denying it. Somebody's gotta take it, right? So it's like, what do we do about those other orders? And if we have to bring in other drivers, see, and that that is a, that's a moment where we have to realize we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Right, so that's the moment where we gotta come together and say, all right, cool, I'm not taking $2 orders, but I'm gonna have enough pride in myself to not let my AR drop below 50%, 45%, right, 60%, or whatever the situation may be, so that we can hold this, what we got, so that the dashes that are here can make sure that they're getting money, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's how we approach that. But I think that just like just like the stock market, right, we need a reset. What's up? We need a reset, just like with the housing market. We need a reset, right, because people came through the pandemic and the money we was making, and money we made in the pandemic, you would never make again. You be hard. Right? Not, not on one app. Hands hard. down, right? It was a lot going on. It was a lot to contribute to the situation, and it was an influx of money. So even then, you don't have people who are necessarily making content, but they are going home and they're telling their cousin, hey, I just made, you know what I'm saying, $600 this week, right? You better come get some of this money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think I think that that kind of adds to it too. But we we need a reset. You know what I'm saying? We need we need and I like Tony said, right? I'm gonna get that in there. Um, we have to uh, set the right expectation for the experience. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like we gotta make sure that when you come in, you understand that you might make 20, but there're gonna be days where you make 12, 15, 17. You feel me? Right? And there're gonna be days where you make 45, 50, 65 dollars an hour too. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, also, I think, you know, DoorDash and the submarkets will now, I've been seeing, they'll tell you there's too many dashers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Who's experienced that? Okay. So, so, so we talk about saturation, it's a real thing. I'm not saying it's not. But there are times that DoorDash says, okay, no, there is too many, so I'm not going to add somebody on. That could be both frustrating if you're trying to get on, but it's a good thing if you're already working, right? Because they're not, they're not allowing somebody else to come on Mm -hmm. And they're not, they're not allowing another fisherman to be on your pond. Yep. Because they're saying, hey, there's only enough fish here. We got six people fishing, that's it. And that's we, something that they you know, weren't doing before. They weren't doing that before. So I feel like the saturation thing, I don't know, I don't know how to feel about it because, and Tony even, when he did the rideshare guy interview, mentioned they're, they're consistently working on the best levels of dashers and zones. So that tells me that they know certain zones are now oversaturated mm -hmm. and they're trying to cut back in certain areas. Now that's just DoorDash. I think the other apps work in similar ways, maybe. Uber, I don't have to do anything. You just turn it on. But I'll turn Uber on. I won't see anything for five or six hours at a time. Right? And sometimes they blow me up. So I think there's just so many different things with the saturation thing because we also have to understand the first thing that happens, really the first thing is, is are the companies, uh, Instacart, DoorDash, Uber Eats, uh, Grubhub, all of them, are they sending out promotional things, emails to the consumers or not? Because if they do that, you're gonna be busy. If they don't send out promo codes and things and discounts, probably gonna be slower. 
The second part is, are there, are there customers ordering on the app? Because if there's not, we might feel like it's oversaturated because I'm not seeing anything, but it could also be that customers aren't ordering anything. That they get paid, just it's a holiday, all these things that we know about, right? The saturation thing's always weird for me because I feel like there are times that DoorDash kind of gets it right, and there are times I feel like, man, there's too many people out here, but what, what can we do? I don't know. Um, it, it's interesting though. Any other questions? That's a couple good ones. Go ahead. but you lost the address. Um, I didn't actually even, I was at the restaurant, but I couldn't even pick up the order. Oh, you couldn't even pick it up? Yeah. So for me, well, a couple things I've run into that, I think a lot, some of us have, I see some people nodding heads. Uh, is it, it could be a good idea, it could be hard to do this, but if you if you know you're in a zone, like in St. Louis, there's an area where my phone signal drops. We all have that in our zone, right? You just don't get good signal or whatever. Maybe it's bad weather that day, so it might drop for that reason, it's thunderstorms, it's raining, whatever. Uh, I'll take a screenshot of like the customer information, maybe the order number I'm picking up. So if something happens, I can still go to the restaurant with that screenshot information. That might be helpful in some restaurants, it might not. If I have the order in hand, I will take a screenshot of that address so that if I lose signal, if I lose the address, something happens, I still have a screenshot. I can pop it in my phone, I can pop it in the, the car navigation so I can still get the order delivered so the customer gets it and then I'll deal with support afterward, which could be fun sometimes, yeah. right? Um, but that's some of the stuff I've kind of done. Um, and you said you got a contract was, violation from it? Yeah, I was like, For being late to the restaurant? Yeah, but I was at the restaurant. Yeah. 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 I didn't get the name of the customer or anything, it was black screen. Mm. Called them right away and they still gave it to me. Um, they gave me the name of the customer and then I was able to pick it up. But then once I got it, luckily I kind of had a visual of where the location was. I think it's, too, it's obviously super fun. I've probably, in my career life with the Dash apps, six or seven contract violations. At one point I had two at once. 
Uh, one of the contributions I've gotten was fair because I was late to the place. Everything else has been like, I did everything I need to do. I've never not given somebody food. I've never knowingly done something bad or had a bad communication, you know. But I think we have to remember like, it sucks to look at that contract violation. You know, there's, 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 a, there's a gaming of these apps to make it look, the colors, all these things look a certain way to make us feel a certain way. Yeah, and it's at the top, exactly. And it makes us feel a certain way. It, it doesn't, it's not a good feeling, because you know you didn't do anything wrong. It was just an accident. Right, and DoorDash, and these, DoorDash actually will tell you that some of those contract violations don't affect you. They, they will tell you, you know, I, this, and this is to my point. I appreciate you saying that. I think we have to remember, like, Try to have a short memory. It's not easy, right? It's not easy. I always, I relate a lot of things to sports because I love sports. I play sports. So if I'm, if I'm a dude that plays basketball, and I, the night before I missed my last five shots, that's a shitty feeling. The reporters talked about me all day. I'm in the news. You missed five. I see it everywhere. It's the first thing in my mind. I turn the app on. It's the first thing I see. Uh, I'm gonna play the next game. I ain't worried about the five shots, right? I'm gonna be okay, right? Do what you can with support. Right? Hey, this happened, communicate, have an email to protect yourself, because we do know there's deactivations and things. If I'm a basketball player, I'm talking to my teammates, hey, I'm missing five shots, I got it today, don't worry about it. Like, you gotta have that short memory and not allow it to bleed into the next dash, the next customer, you know what I'm saying? That's, what, that's the best I can say to that. Hey, um, do you think that um, there is a randomness to this algorithm, that it's this mighty algorithm, uh, they getting used to what we're declining, what we're taking. Is it ever going to change? Is it ever going to get better? I don't know. I, I I I don't know anything about the algorithm. <laughs> I think I know sometimes, and then it changes. It's, this AI world is crazy. That's the best I can say. It's it's wild, but yeah. I do think that they spend a, a lot more money on the algorithm than they do on anything else. Um, I do think that it's kind of uh, a self learning machine. Uh, and I think that I think that it, it is hard to understand, and I think that's on purpose. You know what I'm saying, right? Like I think that's on purpose. I think um, just the strategy that I'm moving towards, and like I've said a couple times here, um, those two dollar orders, those three dollar orders, and, and I'm gonna say four, right? Because that's where I'm literally I'm, I'm not going any lower than that. Right? But those orders aren't going anywhere. And it's the people that are that have the team mentality that are coming in that are at least trying to do one or two of these orders that I'm seeing are seeing better results in the long run, right? So my thing is when I come in, that first order is gonna be trash, right? It's 450, it's like Lord Mom's, right? It's McDonald's, first thing in the morning, it's gonna be super crowded, whatever, whatever, whatever. Let me go ahead and get this in, right? Let me get this dropped off. Right, and like he said, short memory, okay? I'm in, out, gone, get it out of my car, right? And then what I start to see is, it's like 450, 650, eight. Then I get my catering, then I got 12, 10, 15, you know what I'm saying, right? So it's like coming in, but it's like, if you're coming in and you're like, nah, it's only me, right? It's just so, I'm not taking anything less than $10. Y'all can do whatever you want to with those orders. DoorDash is like, all right, cool, well you sit and wait on that. You feel me, right? And that's like, that's literally where it is because there again, and that, and that sucks, that sucks, right? These but, orders are coming yeah, in, yeah. you feel me, right? And somebody has to take these orders, and there are people that take those orders, right? But at this point, it's like, we all have to contribute. We, and I, I feel like um, that's the new algorithm. That, yeah. Interesting. Who else got anything juicy, any juicy questions? Yo, 
Pray, pray, what up? <laughs> yes. Shout out to Craig Craig. Shout out to Craig Craig. Shout out to Craig Craig. My experience, you know, you turn on the app and after the first three no tip orders, you're like, okay, I see how this is going to play out. I'm going to deal today. <laughs> So I normally work, well, now I'm 7 in the morning to 12.30, come back and work from like 4 to 7.30. Um, so from about 9.30 to 11 is dead, and this is the time where I'm going to get in, earn my time, right? So any order that I would normally get during this time by earn my order is probably going to be 2 or $3. It's going to be these orders that I don't want to get, right? But when I do it by earn my time, I'm getting paid by my active time. So I'm just, I'm not hoping and praying that the restaurant is taking forever, but I'm okay with taking my time, right? Like, I'm, a, I'm okay, you feel me, right? Like, I'm okay, if you're okay with not putting the tip on there, right? And even after they tell you that you should probably put one on there so you can get it faster, right? I'm okay with just breathing before lunch comes, right? Before the real chaos comes. Um, so that is normally when I work around my time. When I have my bike, when I am shooting the ride along and I have my e-bike, I always do earn by time. Um, just, that's just kind of like my thing. And what I've noticed is that when I do that, they send me catering orders. So I had, right, so if you watch the videos, you know, right? So I got, um, the last time I had a $150 order from Duncan that was like two coffee toads and like 200 munchkins or something like that. I had a $400 order from McAllister's, you know, and there again, so this is earned by time. Um, so those orders, the DoorDash pay is maybe like two or $3, but the tip is like 30. So, and I know that like these are anomalies. I know other people are not seeing these experiences. I wasn't even sure if I could get catering orders with earned by time. You know what yeah, I'm saying? A, so. A couple of my friends on the team here at Gateway, they, they, they enlightened me like, yeah, it is possible. Like, yeah. we've, we've actually experienced that. Me, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it is possible. I, I've heard it. You know, uh, a few different instances where it just popped up here and that required. I was like, oh, no, no. I did it in my car last week. Um, I did it in my car last week. Like I said, during that dead time, and then I had to tap out because they sent me two or three orders. I did two that didn't have a tip, um, and it, it was just like four dollars total. Did you think no tip, no trip in your brain? No, not at all. Like, like, it's like it's, it's like you say with the shot, bro. I'm just like no, yeah, just shooting. You know what I'm saying? And, and get it out of the way. Um, but yeah, so then they send me the next order, and it's like decline. And then they're like, you only got one more. You feel me? And then just I just tap out from there. But that's only happened to me twice. Um, on our yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Ye
Um, listen, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Let's give it up for Bentley real quick, guys. He's been really, uh, like everybody in here, we're all connecting, and he spent a lot of time talking to everybody, and I think that's great. And, you know, uh, my man to my right, Mr. FDA. Yeah, the one and only. Stop. It's one and only. Um, so he does, he's really, really, really good at editing. So he's going to be doing a little live tutorial showing you how he edits, what he does to make the content. So if you're a content creator, I think we got many up and coming content creators in here, or maybe OG content creators or might want to chop it up with. Without, without. Yeah, I appreciate you. Let me just grab that microphone okay, from right, you. Yeah, right. You know how I do. I just take over, you know. <laughs> so what we're going to be doing, guys, I want to show you how I do my thing. You know, I know who y'all came here to see. You know, it's all good. We appreciate that great conversation, but uh, this is FDA Haitian. I know. I love all you guys. So look, I'm going to be... Come back later this week for more GeekCon content. Hi, right, Ruby. Say hi. Say so we're going back home. Say hi. Hi.